Hi, everybody. It's Mel. It's Jill. And this is Mel and Jill Geek Out. Welcome back, everybody, to yet another just thrilling episode of Sister Wives. Oh, my God. Something. There were people on the television talking for an hour. I don't even know where to start. I I know where to start. We're going to start off topic. And I'm going to ask you, was the era's movie as good as seeing it in person? I mean, of course, it wasn't as good as seeing it in person, but it was still pretty good. I won't lie, though. I wish the movie theater crowd that we were with had been a little more energetic. I'd say like between a quarter at various times, half the theater were dancing. Everybody was singing. We were in one of the like the the ones with the like nice recliners and stuff in it. Um for the sake of my husband, who we all dragged along. Everybody, so every, like you would look back and we were very much in like the, the second or third row. So you would look back and you could see people like grooving in their seats and stuff. But it would have been fun to like have everybody up and dancing, which probably would have been the case had we gone like opening weekend. But it was still a really good time. I had a blast. The girls had a blast. My youngest absolutely shook her little heart out. She was adorable. I'm glad you had fun. I'm a little jealous because I would have gone. I have nobody here to go with. I have no local Swifty friends. It sucks. So because there's Neither a dance, do I. there's a dance party not like far away from me. It's like a 45 mm-hmm. minute hour long drive away. I would totally go. It's it's for the release this Friday, but I have no one to go. <laughs> it's sad. I we have a really good friend who lives about an hour from where I live. And I was supposed to go on Friday with her, but I had to work. That's no boy. It was was unfortunately like very important work that I could not like remote do. So I'm not like, you know, sometimes the thing that pays my bills is the thing I have to prioritize. Yeah. But it's all good. It was a really great event. Yes. Yay. Anyway, so we're going to go ahead now and just dive into this episode because I just want to get through it, frankly. So we open with Janelle and Christine and some of their kids getting together for Easter in Utah. I'm just going to say this. The timeline is like, what in the Doctor Who shit is this? Yeah, it's all over the place. They're jumping forward. Well, Easter was in like April of 2022. And then they, Janelle's birthday was in May, but they played that first. I didn't think it's about July, that. It's July later in this episode. It's all over the place. TLC. Yeah. Chronological order. Poor Vavor. They don't do that. Ever. <laughs> Poor Vavor. This is hurting my brain. You know, they go into how like they did celebrate Easter for a few years early on as a family, but then Cody decided that Easter wasn't bringing him closer to God. And so they started celebrating Passover 
And I'm 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 going to I'm not a super religious person, but I'm confused because last time I checked, Easter is quite literally to mark the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yeah, but that's not what Passover is. That's not what Passover is. Passover is from the story of Moses when the Israelites were being persecuted and Moses was trying to to free them and get them out of Egypt. And they had to sp- the spread. I don't remember if it's goat or lamb's blood, some livestock blood on their door frames. So they would be passed over and the spirit of death would take the firstborn sons of the Egyptians, not the Jews. Right. I, what time of year does that happen? Cause I do actually feel like it's, a, it's about the same time of year. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't think he realizes that that's not what Passover is about. Like Passover, obviously, like the story, that story exists in both Jewish religious books and in the Bible. Yeah, I don't think it's about the message. I just think that Cody feels that Passover is more sincere than Easter. But like you don't call it Resurrection Sunday and then say you're practicing Passover. Those are not the same thing. Yes, they're not. But I don't. Here's the thing. You can celebrate Easter without the Easter bunny and Easter eggs and all of the commercialization hallmarkness of it all. There's many, many Catholics who go to Sunrise Mass on Easter Sunday who don't do any of that shit. In this explanation that Cody says that he doesn't feel like Easter is in line with God and that's why they celebrate Passover. I think he just doesn't know what Passover is. It all changed, though, when Robin joined the family and they created this kind of hybrid holiday between Easter and Passover, which to a certain extent, I totally understand. Like that is part of integrating a family together. Like, I don't have an issue with that. It made sense to me. But at one point. He's talking about how Easter is like too pagan for him. And all I wrote was wait until he finds out about Christmas. I mean, I don't think a lot of people realize that that though that a lot of the Christian religious holidays were intentionally moved by the church in order to get more pagans to sign up on them. Yeah. I, I'm not because entirely they, sure. Because if you like look at it from purely a historical perspective, if you're not taking in religion and faith and all that kind of stuff into it, it does not make sense for the country of Israel to demand everyone to travel in the wintertime for a census, because that's why Mary and Joseph, you know, ended up birthing Jesus in a stable. It was because they were trying to to get to Jerusalem or to Bethlehem to go to their census. It doesn't make sense to do that in the winter. So it's much more probable from a historical perspective that Jesus actually died close. Like when, when we celebrate Easter's probably about the same time of year that he would have been born legitimately, but they moved it to align it with the winter solstice. Yeah. I think Cody just doesn't know, but there's a lot of people religious people that don't acknowledge those kinds of things. And I don't, and I would bet a lot of money that Cody's one of them. And that's, that's, that's on him. Not acknowledging doesn't make it not true. And it, I I guess I'm just the person who like, doesn't like the hypocrisy of like, you're saying Easter is too pagan yet. You're all about Christmas, which is only on the day that it is because of paganism. 
I mean, it is hypocritical, but again, like religion is kind of, but not again, but to me, religion is one of those things where it's the faith aspect because there are some things that you just, what do you, what do you tell me when I, when I get irritated about books and movies and TV shows? Like I need to suspend reality a little bit. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but like there's some faith leaps that you have to take. I feel like to believe those kinds of things. After our little offline debate about religion. (laughs) It wasn't a debate. It's just discussion. Discussion. Yeah. That makes Jill visibly uncomfortable. Yeah. I was going to say, because we don't actually disagree. It just makes me very uncomfortable. That's all. It's funny to me. After all of this, like, talk about paganism and Easter and all that kind of stuff. Being hypocritical. Being very hypocritical, in my humble opinion. We kind of just get, like, a montage of the kids at, you know, Christine's house having, like, traditional Easter shenanigans. Like, she does an Easter hunt. She makes food for everybody. She's, like, the only reason why they participated in the Easter egg hunt is because I put money in the plastic eggs. Yeah. Like, oh it's my a good God. motivator. My great uncle, one of my most favorite memories, and this was every year, even when I was a little kid, he would have all of my, like my parents, my aunts and uncles, my mom's cousins who were her age, who were basically aunts and uncles, and then like a shitload of cousins. And he would, they would hide Easter eggs and they would have, you know, quarters and dollars and like expensive stuff like but he did that up until he passed away and the last like it's one of my favorite many memories one of the last ones he did I mean he created his own board game essentially it was very elaborate and he uh like my cousin's husband who was probably the newest one to join the family earned his nickname at that that we still call him to this day so Fun family memory. So she said that, but I was like, oh, it's not just that. Like, I don't know. Like, it brought back good family memories for me. And and I think that is a fabulous transition to, you know, Janelle and Christine talking about why they wanted to do this and why they wanted to create this tradition because they wanted to create something that was still connected to who they are as a family, but still a little bit unique and fresh. It it was really nice to see. Um, But then, of course, Cody's talking head comes in and I will say I made it through a whole other episode without chucking my remote or my cell phone or, you know, my cat at my television screen every time he came on. So I'm going to give myself kudos for that. Uh, Cody is, is like, well, this is their plan all along was to take my children away from me. And it's like, no, motherfucker, you pushed literally everyone other than Robin and her children out of your life. And they're continuing on without you he said it later in the episode but to me it was a perfect fucking description of this entire situation in this exact moment i am with the love of my life and i have these other responsibilities or something to that effect i don't know if that was the exact words but it's like that's the whole point cody that's the whole fucking point 
Yep. He <sighs> sucks. <sighs> okay, here we go. So, like, we're get this moment of like Janelle and Christine talking about how much fun it is and um them like trying to like kind of a little bit, you know, talking about how like it takes time to plan. And then Robin comes on and she's like, oh, I'm so sad every time I think about like planning for a holiday because it's not going to be all of us together. And then they cut to Mary, who's like, I spent Easter by myself. I didn't get invited to Robin's house. And I'm like, clearly you're not that sad about everybody not getting together because you're not inviting Mary. For someone who's so insistent that Mary hold on, and I'm going to get to it she later. She barely does anything to cl- include she, her. Because it's just for the cameras. It's just for the cameras. That's all. Because if she did give a shit, Mary wouldn't have said that. And Mary wouldn't have said what she said in the lap last episode when she said that Robin didn't really call her. I wrote here that it's not that you're not sad that it's that you're not getting together. You're sad that you are not able to control the other, you know, ch- children and humans in this situation, because we've, uh, there is a point later in this episode that hundred percent supports my opinion on that. And we will get there. Okay. We will get there. Then we get this clip of Mary being in Utah and she's talking with Jen about remodeling the carriage house and, you know, how good her friendship is with Jen. And that leads her into talking about how she's had that kind of a good friendship before with like Christine and Robin specifically. But like, it's just not there anymore. And I think there's honestly just too much bad blood at this mm-hmm. at this point. I would agree. And then we get, you know, Mary then talking a little bit more about how serious the family is. And I have to agree with Mary. The Brown family... Like Cody and Robin and like when everybody was all together, they were so serious all the time. Like they didn't have joy and like laughter in the way that they do. Like they did sometimes, but not in the way that not in the way they do now. Uh, I mean, right now, I would agree. They've been serious for years, but I would argue in the early episodes that it wasn't like that early on before. It became apparent that Cody wasn't going to spend time with anybody but Robin. Yeah. We see her and Jen making all these jokes and laughing. And like, that's the kind of friendship that you want. Like the way they interact makes me think about like how you and I are. We're in in the same room together. I agree. It's never too serious. I'm glad that Mary has a friend because I think she needs that. Oh, my God. So badly. And then she makes like a funny joke about how like Jen's husband like washes her car and does random nice things for her. And she's like, I guess as my best as his wife's best friend, like it, some of it extends to me. And then she's like, don't go weird with it. I'm sure the producer's it's very, face it's very probably, platonic. Yeah. The producer's face was probably like, oh, yeah, is there more? And she very quickly was like, no, no, <laughs> no. And so Cody then gets this like two seconds of being on camera chopping wood because whatever. And he talks about how he doesn't know how to have a marriage that's supposed to be internal, but doesn't have any flame. He goes into this like fire flame metaphor for a little bit of this episode. And like, he just needs to stop. He doesn't have a marriage with her other than Mm. the religious covenant that they made. They have no other aspect of being married. It's, It's just another excuse for him. That's all it is. 
just another piece of excuse shit. why he's allowed to treat Mary like shit. It's just another excuse. It's so annoying. We get to have a one way ticket to Delulu land with Robin talking about how Mary just needs to hold on while Cody processes all of his anger with Christine. And then he gets through whatever's going on with him and Janelle. And then, and then he might have the emotional capacity to address and work on the things in their relationship. And I'm like, that's a lot of ifs. That's what went through my head. That's a lot of ifs. And they all have to go right. And let's be honest, nothing ever goes right for this family. No. It just, Uh, Robin is very unrealistic. She Mm. is first lady of Delulu land. Mm -hmm. I, I can't comprehend it because it's so distant from reality. And it's frustrating. Mm -hmm. So then Mary just talks about how she's really happy with her decision to move the business. And, you know, she is worried about Robin because Robin has expressed multiple times her desire for Mary to stick around. She does confess about wanting to have a little bit more of a reaction out of Cody when she told him that she was moving her clothing business to Utah because she wanted him to see that like, oh, she's not going to be like right there in my back pocket anymore. Like when I'm ready, I'm going to actually have to like try a little extra hard. And I'm like, Mary, he does not care. You could move to Timbuktu. I think this is the, like I, I think I said before, this is kind of the nail in the coffin for Mary. I think this is when she realizes like, nah, this is really over. And then based on the preview from next week, that is correct. And so then Cody says that the only way he can reconcile with Janelle is that if her and Janelle stop being friends. And I'm like, well, yeah. you're never reconciling with Janelle then. Her, her and Christine. Yeah, excuse yeah. me. Her and Christine. Yeah. Uh, never going to happen. Uh, uh, it, and mind you, he does not go down like the actual path of like, hey, maybe if I built better relationships with my children and if I like, I don't know, did more than the bare minimum for her, she would come back to me. It's not going to because he doesn't see it that way. He sees them as the bad sister wives, as we learn later. But also, like, Janelle, and I don't mean this in a bad way, Janelle also has has some extremely unrealistic expectations of if she wanted to move forward. Like, neither one of them, like, they both know that. They both know Mm -hmm. that that's not going to happen. For uh, Like, either one of them aren't going to do that. Christine wasn't wrong when she said... He's not going to stop being Cody's or uh, Robin's husband. No, he's not. It's just so frustrating. It's like Christine and Janelle's friendship is not the problem. It's not. You are the problem, Cody. Hopefully several, several episodes and who knows how many pieces of Internet content have been made that say that maybe he'll listen. I don't really expect him to. So then we find out it's July. Hence the fucking wackadoodle timeline we've got going here. And Christine has gotten herself another short term rental because she needs to be in town for like a week. And so she has a bunch of the kids over and cooks them like a nice big meal because Christine and that's what she does. And this is when Christine and Janelle start trying to plan for the holidays for 2022 because we're in July 2022, not Mm -hmm. 23 yet. 
I think it's fun when they do this because like it's them being considerate of the fact that they have like 18 jillion children and it takes time to come up with travel plans. It does. And they talk about how like Logan maybe wants to host Thanksgiving and Garrett talks about being open to hosting a holiday you know, moment. And we get this moment where Janelle says she doesn't plan on spending another holiday with Cody ever again. Well, I think we all saw that coming. I'm not surprised. Uh, Cody then continues to take, refuse to take any responsibility for literally any of his own actions and doesn't want to like own that he's part of the reason why he has a bad relationship with his children. And he he just, all on the wives, which again, the wives. Like we've talked about this. Like we're going to add nauseum at yes. this point. Yeah. We don't have to repeat ourselves, but no. So we're just going to move on. So Garrett, speaking of him offering up his house, apparently he has had a conversation with Cody about this. And he's like, hey, I'm willing to host if everybody would come over. I My house can kind of be a neutral zone. That way we can all get together. But then, like, it's less awkward. And Cody just flat out denies him. He's like, no, I have a house. Everybody can come to me. And I just no, Cody, no one wants to go to your house. No one feels comfortable there. No one feels comfortable there. Like why? If you're being given an opportunity to take that first step with your family members and bringing everybody back together, why is it? No. Oh, I know why. It's because it's not on his fucking terms. Then stop bitching about not being with everybody because you are not making any fucking effort here. He's upset because he wants people to pick him. So it's an all or nothing thing for him. He sees zero gray area in this divorce. For him, people have chosen sides. And I think he even said it at one point in the episode. Or maybe that was a preview. I don't remember. He said it before, and I'm sure he'll say it a thousand more times that he thinks that people are choosing sides. He can't get past this narrative that Janelle and Christine are speaking badly about him from what we can tell on the television show, they are not. Yeah. They're not. So he like, shut the fuck up. But he doesn't see it that way. Like you, I mean, you see his reaction in the interviews. He's watching the episodes and they're filming his reactions. Like he doesn't see it that way. Clearly he sees that he, to him, well, that same take scene your that we saw. glasses off. Yeah. That same scene that we saw is them shit talking him. It's just not true. No, it's not. It's just so frustrating. And so then we get this scene where Robin brings Ariella and Solomon and Aurora over to visit Mary. And I think it's cute. I think it also means nothing. Uh Ditto. And like they kind of just a little bit embarrass Aurora because she's talking to a boy. So, of course, they bring it up on camera. Like, leave the poor girl alone. They have to have something for Robin to talk about other than that. She wants her porch vision. Who gives a shit about her porch? So then we jump back and after the meal, Janelle and Christine go to like another level, like another room in this rental and they're having like a sit down conversation. And, you know, Christine's not trying to push Janelle too hard because she knows she'll she'll shut down, which I totally get. No, I disagree. Janelle is or not Janelle. Christine is pushing her entirely too hard in this scene. She desperately wants Janelle to be as angry with Cody as she is, and she's not. And Janelle says it later in the episode. She just doesn't care. She doesn't care. Mm -hmm. And Christine does, because Christine was deeply hurt. Because she wanted 
what Robin ended up with. And I don't think Janelle takes it that personally. So to me, Christine was pushing her too much, in my opinion. I don't disagree with you. I think she was, you know, asking questions, but she wasn't. I don't think she was. She's trying to get Janelle to move faster through the process. Then I think Janelle is really willing to do. She's still processes, processing everything. And so we get this conversation about how Cody, you know, when Janelle was living out on the property, he quasi kept a normal schedule, but he would come home like he'd come come in at like six thirty, seven o'clock at night. And then he'd get up and leave early in the morning to go get Ariella and Solomon ready for school. And then they have this conversation that like he never did that for any of Christine's children. And even Janelle's like Logan was getting my kids ready when we lived in Lehigh. Like it's. You know, there was printification happening under his own roof and he still refused to help. But when it's Robin's kids, it's different. Do I think it was wrong for him to leave Janelle's to go do that? Yes. I do kind of see the argument, though, that like, okay, I'm going to preface this with like, if Robin was by herself with no nanny and no older siblings... I could see Cody going over there to help with two school-age kids, getting them out the door on time because Savannah is older. It's not an excuse and it's not fair, but I could see the argument being made as long as Cody, again, is being equitable and Robin didn't have the help. But Robin does have the help. So it is yes. bullshit. Cody then goes on to, to explain that, you know, the reason why he did it is because they were... he all working so hard because they were struggling so much financially in Lehigh. And I'm like, maybe you shouldn't have that many kids. Don't have that many kids. Don't have four wives. What do I know? And then he's like, I want to take them to school. And I, I will give him one teeny speck of respect for that. Yes. Take your children. Like, I'm sure that there is joy in getting to have kind of that quiet time with your children, like taking them to school, having conversations. Like, I'm sure that there's my mom drove me to school for many years. Like, I'm sure that there's some amount of value and like validation in yourself in doing that. And I'm I'm not trying to devalue that at all. So the parents who get to do that every day, I love that for you. But Robin allegedly brings up that she thinks this is going to cause problems because it does. But he literally tells her, stop it. This is what I want to do. And I think that was really disrespectful to Robin because Robin is trying to not piss off the other three fucking women. She, I think Robin to a certain extent knows how she's being perceived. And in certain times and situations does try to minimize how blatant the unfairness is. The clear favoritism? Yeah. Yeah. I do because she can see it's going to make everyone else's case stronger against Mm -hmm. her. But the problem is is that while she's aware of that and definitely does try to be, because she is, again like I keep saying this, which like somebody says later on the episode, like she's the one pushing all of this. She is the one, like, trying to make him fix things. He doesn't want to fix things. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that she's ready to let that go yet. No, I don't think she is either, because we all have to keep it in the back of our minds 
that the thing that is a deal breaker for Robin is monogamy. And Janelle and Christine talk about that, about how Cody has sort of just backslid into monogamy. And that's part of the reason why he's like pushed people away. Yeah, but I don't think he and Robin are going to leave. Or I don't think Robin's going to leave. I have no idea, to be honest. It's hard because he's like the love of your life, according to her. I don't that's see what, it, but that's what I'm saying, though. I do. I do. Like as gross as it is and annoying as it is. I do see that between the two of them. They clearly just have a connection that he did not have with the other wives. Cody sucks. He's obviously in love with Robin and should have just been honest as much as it hurts. Well, that's it, though. That's it. I, I think had he acknowledged that with Janelle and like they had kind of come to some sort of agreement, then they may have been able to move forward. I don't think Christine would have ever been able to accept it had he said that to her. And I don't mean that in a mean way. I just think that's because she's not going to be the one to get what she wanted. Like she's going to watch someone else do it. And I don't think she's okay with that. And that's fair. And the Mm -hmm. same thing goes with Mary. He has just strung her along for fucking years, knowing she's waiting for him to say like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't know why you're here. I think if he had handled it differently, he wouldn't be in this situation. No, if he had just used his words everything would have been fine. He could have had his cake it would and have been eat painful. it too. It, I'm not saying that it would have been painful, but the other side of painful is content and happiness. Look at Christine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's so much happier yes. now. That's when we have like Cody talking about how he has a loyal wife and I just want to vomit. It's like he's talking about a dog. It's gross. Like that's the only thing he values in her is her loyalty. Like, she's not your fucking bloodhound. No. Shut the fuck up. Golden Retriever springs to mind. He goes on to talk about, like, how Christine took his kids away from him. And I don't think she did. She technically sort of actually took Truly away from him. But I don't see her fighting him at all anytime he wants to see her. It's not like he goes to try to visit Truly in Utah. But why wasn't he going to see Truly when she lived in Flagstaff? Because he's a shithead so i wrote (laughs) it's it's funny i was like uh it's not like you've made an attempt to visit her in fucking utah so you know you're really not trying that hard to spend time with your minor child and as for the adult children you share you're such a dick to everyone i understand why they don't want to spend time with you and there's no one to blame but yourself oh yeah So then Janelle talks about how she is kind of perceiving Christine of giving her sympathy. And that is not what she's looking for. She's like, I'm fine. I'm fine with this arrangement. And I don't miss Cody. And I don't want him back. And I'm not pining for him. And she's like, Christine's like, you deserve more. She's like, I know I deserve more. (laughs) I (laughs) do. I did like Janelle's reaction. And I don't think that Christine meant it in like a... No. It's very much like she's concerned for her friend and she wants her friend to know, like, you do not deserve this bullshit. I I think it's just funny because, like, Janelle's like... I know. I fucking know. (laughs) I know. I know. Then Janelle and Christine just lay it all out on the table. How they feel as though Cody 
has slipped. This is when they talk about him slipping into monogamy and he is just living that way and they're just kind of collateral damage. And this is sort of my hypothesis is that when that happened, when he kind of just fell into monogamy, whether that was consciously or unconsciously, I don't really give a shit either way. Christine was really hurt and bothered by it. And I think you can tell in the way that she left. Mm-hmm. I just really remember that scene. They were all on on Coyote Pass and she gets up and she walks away and Mary goes after her and she's crying and she's like, I can't do marriage with Cody anymore. Mm-hmm. And comparison to Janelle, who doesn't really care. And it's because she's always had such a different relationship with Cody. It's always been based in very, very different things. I- so I just think that it's interesting to see how Two people can have such a wildly different reaction to the same thing. I think, too, that that argument that they had seven months prior back in December, I just I remember a distinct point where I thought to myself, I was like, this isn't fixable at one point. And I think that was probably her moment. So I think the fact that we're seeing Janelle seven months later, she's like, eh. (laughs) <laughs> so I think I think she is processed a lot off camera is really what I'm trying to say. Oh, for sure. I think there's just still that little bit, though, because, you know, Christine asks her, she's like, if Cody did all the things you're asking, would you still be with him? And she's like, yeah. But I don't think it's that she has any desire to be with him because she knows he's not going to meet any of those things. Yeah. But I don't think it was ever about like this intimate love match thing for them. I think we've talked about this before. It never was. And so I think that that's why Janelle is okay to a certain extent, because really she only kind of put her foot down when it started affecting her kids is when she started Mm -hmm. to get upset. Not so much her. I think she was probably would have been okay with it had he continued to treat the children well. Because she admits that most of their marriage has been friends with benefits. Hi. Oh, my God. I was going to say that. I was like, she said it. I, I laughed out loud. Like, I laugh internally a lot. I rarely laugh out loud. I was like, oh, shit. She used that phrase. I just feel like they've removed all of the filters this yeah. season. And they're just saying the shit at this point. Yeah. I think There's no more facade of like we're trying to be this perfect no. representation of what polygamy can be because they they know it's not working for them. And I think Christine was really taken aback when Janelle's like, I would do plural marriage again because she still believes in the faith and she thinks it can work. Yeah. Christine, I know I that'll happen. But. Yeah. I don't think it I don't know. And she said, like, unless it was like kind of a situation similar to Cody where she like met him was like, oh, this is like a thing. Mm -hmm. Christine would never be able to do plural marriage. I think she learned from Cody. I cannot. I want someone's full attention. And Mm -hmm. she realized like this isn't for me. Yeah. And as a monogamist, I understand that. I also want. My husband's full attention. I I made a joke to him yesterday. This was entirely unjust. Don't take me too seriously in this. Where I said, your one job is to cater to my every whim. (laughs) I know this to not be true. So... (laughs) 
Listen, we all know that I'm joking. Oh and yeah, like, it's the it's oh, yeah. the kind of relationship John and I have. We make we make silly jokes like that at each other. Oh hell yeah! But I I find it funny. I'm just a, I'm I'm verifying to listeners that that is in fact true because uh, you are on a book buying ban and you told me this like again recently. Like we, it's been a while, guys. Like <laughs> if it was up to Melissa. I think their entire office, wall to wall, would probably be books. You know, it is a self-imposed book buying ban, right? No, it was not by John. I thought John was like, (laughs) "Okay, you gotta like chill out." I didn't. John does not care. Good for you. Okay, I (laughs) did. I take back what I just said. To be fair, most of my books I get from like a secondhand store or on like super sale. Good for you. Good for you, because my husband would definitely kind of look at me and be like, do we need another book? <laughs> so, <laughs> listeners, you can't see this, but I am sitting in my current office. Most of my books are actually packed. What Jill can see is my physical TBR list. She's counting. Okay, I can see 47. And then there's, I just realized there's an entire shelf above the one that I can see, because I can see an there's, inch of the top one. Those the stuff on the top shelf is like knickknacks. And then I have like old books like I have this old like set of um, you children's are so fairy tales full of shit right now, Melissa, because I can see that shelf above the one and there is not a single knickknack on the inches that I can see. So okay, I so the, this is the bottom. This is the bottom shelf. Yes. This is the middle shelf. OK. You knew what there's I meant. There's another shelf above can, that, and there's you, nothing there. You are I didn't. I don't know what you can see because I only have like a little square. Live. You can these see. These are all the. These are the hardbound books. Is that also on the TBR list? Yes. Y'all. <laughs> okay. You. Okay. I get accused don't of you no. Listen. Okay. No. 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 no, no. I get accused. Band. I get accused of the semantics game, and you just played that one. Okay. Because you knew exactly what I meant when I said the shelf above that one that I can see an inch of, and then you failed. To, you just skipped right over it and pretended I was talking about the top shelf that I cannot see. <laughs> You didn't realize I could see that much of the bookshelf, did you? <laughs> no. Here's the thing: I'm not ashamed of my books. Yo, I will. Probably I'm, I'm actively in the process books. of reading all of these books. These are all books I want to read. I got. I don't think I believe you, but will you ever? I don't read think them? I paid full price for any of these. Yeah, I'm gonna read them. Okay, see, because here's my problem: I'll buy physical books. I don't get around to it anymore. I, so normally I read like four to five physical books a, a month. I'm off that schedule because I started a new job and I have this podcast. So I've had a little and it's been very, very busy at my new job. So I have been very busy. You should pick and up so, audiobooks because you have an hour drive oh, to work, girl. I, I do. How do you think I'm re-listening to Akatar right now? Oh, I didn't realize that's what you were doing. Mm-hmm. I just finished Throne of Glass, by the way, everybody. Oh my god. Throne of Glass is done. Okay, wait, we gotta go back to the episode. We, we went down a rabbit hole. We did. Welcome to our rabbit holes, guys. I think I'm gonna leave this one in. So that's kind of the end of the end of the show, end of the episode here. We have the sneak peeks where the broadcast one was pretty much all about 
apparently Mary and Cody are finally going to break up and I'm here for it. I think, well, she said that Cody finally told her, which like we said before, and she said on the show, she was waiting for him to pull the plug. And I think Mm -hmm. he finally must have pulled the plug and said, like, fuck it. I don't care if Robin's upset with me. I'm done with this. He didn't give a shit anymore. No, he doesn't care. He wants to be with Robin and that's it. And if he had gone about that in a way that was even one teeny tiny bit more respectful to these other women, I would be fine with it. In all honesty, be with who you want to be with. If you don't want to be with the person you're with anymore and you want to be with somebody else, break up with them, be with that other person. I am not going to fault you on that at all. I am going to fault you if you like cheat on your current partner with this new person or if you do fucked up shit to make them break up with you so that you can go play the victim to your new person. Like that shit is not okay. And that's what he's doing. I feel like he was just a coward. Like to me, he was just a coward. I agree. Had he treated them with more respect, I would definitely be way more understanding of his feelings of things. I'm not sure even if he had done that, that Christine would have taken it well. Like I'm being real honest. I (laughs) don't know if she, I don't think Cody could have done anything that wouldn't have crushed her. If I'm being honest. And I hear you on that. I think we have to absolve ourselves of being responsible of someone else's reaction of us telling them the truth. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's more respectful to tell somebody the truth. Absolutely. I like I wasn't saying that in regards to Cody. I'm saying that I don't think we would have seen uh, Christine in the, the same light that we see her now because mm-hmm. I don't like I don't think it would have mattered. I think Janelle would have Janelle and Mary, I think, would have been in the same position. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think it would have really changed much for them. But I think had Cody gone to Christina and said, look, I'm really in love with Robin and not with you. I I think it wouldn't have mattered how Cody told her. It would have crushed her. And I don't think she would have taken it well. Yeah. And she's allowed to not take it well. Definitely. Definitely. I think I think you're right. The public perception of Christine would probably be a little bit different. Not saying that Christine has done anything like. No. Specifically wrong. Or she would have done. Like, no. all, this is all speculation because none of this shit fucking happened. Oh, so um, it, it's it's just one of those things where uh, the complete lack of respect for these women who you called wife is astounding to me. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Yes. You have ghosts again. You wouldn't know what it was. Well, it looked like it was coming from the windows. I have two. I'm in my office and I have two bay windows and it's dark outside. But it was because it was bright coming from that direction. But it was actually the TV, which was odd because it didn't come from the TV side. So I have that on for light because the overhead light is too. May I introduce you to this newfangled thing called a lamp? No, I don't like I don't like lamps. I don't like where the light hits my face. I'm weird. You just a smidge. Like we know this. (laughs) Like it's like okay, maybe you'll agree with me on this one. You know how in the winter you've got the heater on in the car. Is there a specific way that you set your heater every single time? No. I mean, I don't want. I don't like the hot air blowing in my face. So it only ever goes through the foot vents. Exactly. Heat always goes through the foot vent always goes through the foot vent. It doesn't go on the face vent and I hate it. And then when, like when I get into a car and somebody has the heat on the face and the gear, I 
fucking psycho in my brain. Like, I can't handle my it. My mom does that. Your mom does that? When she used to drive to work, it was really cold where I grew up. Oh she would God. put her hands in front of the vents to warm them up on her drive okay, to work. Okay, that's a little different. That's a little different because it wasn't actually hitting her face. She was trying to, like, warm her hands. <laughs> but as the passenger in the car, oh, yeah. it hits you in the face. Listen, I'm one of those people that shuts the vents off in cars. Like all the time, and Mark gets so annoyed because <laughs> he'll get in the passenger side sometimes, and I've got all the vents shut off, which is not terrible in the winter, but it is when it's like a hundred degrees outside. All right, any final thoughts on this? Just delightful. I can't episode. wait to see Mary dump Cody's ass and Robin cry. Oh my god! I want real tears, not those fake tears. I want real tears. Do you think she will? I think she might have, like, as a child, had her like tear ducts removed. <laughs> One of these days, I'm, someone will have to capture it on film. I mean, sometimes I don't mean it seriously. But I know like, <laughs> nobody does. I mean, well, I, sometimes some of some the people might. Some of the okay, things I said thing. about I will. S- it on that podcast but I'm not gonna like put it in her comment section I'm not gonna seek her out and be like bitch why don't you ever actually have any tears come out of your eyeballs no I don't care enough to like be like on their socials or commenting or anything like that I just like to talk about it that's all yeah yeah I'm just over here in my little corner talking shit yeah I know I'm sipping on the haterade it's fine (laughs) that's a good one Title of the episode. Title of the episode. <laughs> on the hater, <laughs> Oh, Lord. Yeah, I don't have any final thoughts other than I'm, I'm, I really need this, ep- like, this season to, like, chug along. I'm not cause... gonna lie. I'm kind of, I'm hoping there's a winter break around the corner. I'm just, I need a break from this. It's so heavy and it's the same shit every week. Yeah, it's like, <sighs> Christine and Janelle are happy. Cody says something stupid. Robin cries. Mary's left out again. Yeah. That's the like that. That's the uh-huh. rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Agreed. It's silly. But, well, I'm I'm going to go get my hot tub now. Oh, well, fine. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you are interested in what we are going to be talking about next, P.S., it is going to be part one of A Court of Mist and Fury. Um, you can follow us over on Instagram at Mel and Joe Geek Out. Or if you have a suggestion of what we should geek out about next, you can always shoot us an email over at Jill and Mel Geek Out at gmail.com. Again, my name is Melissa. And I'm Jill. And this has been Mel and Jill Geek Out. Bye. Bye, guys.